You're listening to Gaiman's podcast, Cheapod News. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. On today's episode, is social media platforms blocking your post because of content? Or are they really doing it because you're LGBTQ+. I answer your questions and more on today's episode of Gaiman's podcast, Gpod News. Welcome, welcome. It is Friday, August 30th, 2019. It is hot and muggy, at least here in Orange County. I think when I was talking to uh, Nerdy Megan earlier, she said that it was pretty dry in her area, which is in the high desert. And a couple friends from LA said that it's moist as fuck, which... It was funny to me. I don't know why. They said moist. That's probably why. Anyways, it has been a weird week for sure. Of course, I did photography. And most of you guys who are following um, Mel Trunk, that's at Mel Trunk, M-A-L-E-T-R-U-N-K on Instagram, have been seeing some of the photos from this week, which is good. Um, That's actually the model that I picked, which I am very happy with. Um, note to self, don't use JE Productions or staffing um, because they suck at giving you models. Now, usually I hire my own models anyways, or I have someone inside Meltrunk hiring on my models. This is the first time that I use an outside agency, and I will never do it again. If you want to hear the story, I will tell you on DM. I'm not going to broadcast it because I already have a headache. In fact, I have a copy and paste text for you if you really want to. Um, so yeah, so we have a new model. Um, of course, this is for Meltrunk products, not anyone else's products. So it was really good to have a new model, especially when you pick someone yourself. Now, usually, again, I use, you know, someone picks them for me. So and as the boss, it's like, you know, you have to portray like you know what you're doing all the time. So I was kind of scared. I wasn't iffy about the model. I was scared about if the photos, you know, came out good or not and stuff like that. And of course I did the photography for this one as well, which some people got jealous about. Well, if you want to have me do your photo shoot, why don't you get hired as a Meltrunk model? That's all I can say. Anyways, it was a smooth, really short. It wasn't short because of, you know, anything else. It was just, you know, we were way ahead of schedule when we did the photo shoots. New models are kind of interesting to do. I'm glad I picked this model um, because it was very easy to do. It made my life way easier, especially with dealing with the incident beforehand with JE Productions. <clears throat> JE Productions. They're gonna probably sue me or something. Whatever. Whatever. I'm background in law. That's what it's for. Anyways, as I digress, if you want to go see those photos, I think most of them are up on Meltrunk, um, uh, social media. That's in- Meltrunk's Instagram. I will be putting them on Meltrunk's. Facebook, maybe, or I'll have someone do that. And of course, next week we're redoing Meltrunk website all completely. So there will be no orders going through next week. So if you want your undies, you better order this week because next week it's going to be offline um, for maintenance, which we're switching over. I'm kind of getting into this distributorship because a lot of other shops want to hold my brand. 
So instead of just being my own brand's shop, you know, I need to start making the website where they can also order bulk products and stuff like that. And that means a whole new website, which means doing everything from scratch. My God. So next week will be kind of weird too. But this week is all good. It's my Friday because it is Friday, but really I don't have a day off until tomorrow. And I think it's Labor Day weekend. I don't know what the hell is happening on Monday. But anyways, if you're off on Monday, woohoo, long three-day weekend. Of course, I have to work on um, Saturday and Monday, Monday anyways. So fuck you. Anyways, let's get on to the question of the day, which is from uh, Christabel in Florida, I believe. And anyways, he writes, hi, Mikey. Yeah, everyone calls me Mikey. Do I hate it a little bit? Do I not hate it? Uh, Whatever. Anyways, it says, hi, Mikey. Why do relationships suck? Guys seem to always make excuses on why they cannot date. Why does it seem so hard for me to find a relationship when it comes to online dating? Okay, well, first of all, you're probably not the only one with this uh, situation. Another thing is, you know, it's this situation is situation based, like what's what's happening around this. Um, So let's start with your first question. It says, why do relationships suck? Usually they suck because they're not being communicating correctly or, you know, um, they're setting too many boundaries. Um, And with this, I seen uh, this post on a Facebook page, which I follow, and someone was um, complaining that his guy was on social media and, you know, talking to people and it looked like it was friendly and they got uh, their number. The only thing is that that guy was trying to figure out whether he's cheating or not or something. I don't really know. Um, but anyways, the dude who was asking the question said that his um, spouse was using social media to, to meet friends and that's what they were doing. And uh, he gave out his phone number and now he kind of feels weird. Honestly, I wouldn't feel weird about it unless there's cheating involved. I don't think there's cheating there. A lot of people are quick to say that's cheating, which is stupid. Your partner can have friends just like you can have friends. You have to remember that relationship is 100-100. So you need to give that um, your man uh, just as much freedom as, you know, he gives you. So, and I don't mean sexually. If you guys want to do that sexual thing where you bring in people into your relationship, that's on you guys. That is for sure not cheating. But we're just talking about friends and social and being social and stuff like that. So you always have to remember that, you know, usually when a relationship sucks, it has all these, you know, um, things happening where, you know, one person is not getting, you know, exactly what they're supposed to be getting out of the relationship. Either they're being more selfish or less selfish, but someone's not getting what they're, what they want out of the relationship. Um, it's usually why relationships suck. Anyways, getting back to your question, your second one was guys seem to always make excuses on why they cannot date. Honestly, you can call them excuses. Some of them might be, you know, real. You know, guys can't date because of their job and people get pissy about that. But hello, we have to live. We have to survive, Um, especially being a single guy. You know, you have to make sure that you're making enough money to survive in this economy especially depending on the states that you live in you know housing is expensive in fact housing i think uh there was a survey that like 82 percent 
of someone's monthly check goes to housing and I believe it was mid-paid teachers in Los Angeles. Don't quote me on that. I know I've seen something that maybe it's not 82, maybe it's 72. Some kind of high percentage goes to uh, their living expenses. That means rent, um, which I thought, dude, if you're spending, let's say that you're spending, you know, three fourths of your check on just housing, but that's just rent. That's not including gas, electric, sewage, trash. All that other shit. You probably need internet because you're a teacher now. So, and most things are fucking based off of the, you know, the computer. Then you have to think of, oh shit, I need to eat. Oh shit, I need car, uh, gas money for my car. Oh shit, I need a car. So I'm probably making a car payment or a lease payment. It all adds up. So excuses. <laughs> I digress. I'm so sorry. Anyways, uh, why uh, guys seem to always make excuses excuses on why they can't date listen to those excuses some of them are just real a lot of times too is that um you know people are scared to be in a a new relationship they're afraid because of their past relationships and also you know when you meet someone i think a lot of it is nowadays people are quick to get in relationships when it should be talking back and forth. You need to get to know someone before you start, you know, dating them. At least that's what I think. So, you know, whether it's, you know, going on a couple dates before or, you know, um, you know, if, if it's an online aspect, you know, getting to know that person way before, you know, you guys say, oh, hey, we're in a relationship because all it's going to do is just break as quickly as it was put together. So I think a, a longer terms on, you know, meeting with that person, whether you guys are fucking or not, um, or, you know, meeting up for dates or going on dates before you guys kind of make it officially that you're official that you're dating. And remember, just because you guys go on a date doesn't mean that it's official. You know, you have every right to go see someone else. He has every right to go see someone else until you guys, you know, actually say, oh, hey, you know, I'd like to, you know be exclusive with you i'd like to, for you to be my boyfriend boom then there should be a little bit of boundaries depending on what you guys are into i mean uh relationships are no longer in between two people they can be between, between two couples that just depends on you know what you like and what he likes and you have to remember if you say that you like something and then, you know, he thinks you like something, so he's in a relationship with you, and you change your mind, you're the one who's probably going to be breaking those, um, that relationship up. Again, I digress. Let's go back to this. So, excuses. Listen to the excuse. Some of them are legitimate excuses. Um, another thing is, is, you know, look at yourself, too. Am I jumping into wanting to be in, in a relationship too fast? Or am I portraying that, you know, um, I don't want a relationship or is like, am I reading signals that aren't there from the other guy that, you know, maybe he just wants to be friends, but really, you know, I like, you know, you might like him and he might not like you. Oh, wait, from Bob's Burgers, you guys will like this. Let's say that you like, like someone, but he just likes you. There is a difference. So kind of make sure that, that you go through that and don't get mad at him if he doesn't like you. Everyone has their own specific, you know, criteria on who they want to date. 
he might just trying to be your friend. And in fact, I think friends should be over trying to find, you know, some guy. I think a lot of us are afraid to be single nowadays, where being single isn't too bad. I mean, um, and maybe I'll talk about that later. Anyways, the third part of your question is why does it seem so hard for me to find a relationship when it comes to online dating? Online dating is a different spectrum, and within the LGBTQ community, especially the gay community, it's a way bigger spectrum. When we say online da- dating, that's really just hookup apps, and most of these apps are used for that, is hooking up. Most of our society, and you can say that is wrong or it's a stereotype or whatnot, but really it is something that we see a lot in our community is that, you know, when it comes to game and dating, it is about the hookup. You hook up first before you start dating. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? That's that's for you to, to question for yourself, but you can't judge other people for doing that. And when it comes to online dating, it is rough. Because again, you're not seeing the guy or the guy could be, you know, 10 miles away or 10,000 miles away. Um, but, you know, you're not really seeing him other than social media. He could be a different person, yada, yada. Um, or online dating platforms. Now, again, online dating platforms in our community is iffy because it is a hookup. And I just said that, but it's really something that you have to remember that this is something that happens in our community. It's neither bad nor good. You just have to weigh through all those things. Um, And something that I would really question, if I was you, I'd question myself, you know, am I really rushing into wanting to be with a relationship? Am I just doing it because I'm lonely? Because that's not the very best time to get into a relationship if you just feel lonely. That's when friends come in. Maybe you should start finding friends instead of relationships over that. Um, These are all things that you can, you know, ask yourself and you're probably pissed off at me for saying all this stuff. But this is some things that I think of as well. I always go from, oh, instead of, you know, why do relationships sucks to it's my problem. Why do relationships with me suck? You know, these are things, you know, instead of blaming other people or blaming other guys, Go ahead and look at yourself and see if you're the problem. I think more people that are self-conscious and they look at it both ways where, you know, they could be the problem or the guy could be the problem usually end up with better, longer lasting relationships than anyone else. Because again, most people who date their friend, you, you hear all these people were, you know, we were friends before we started dating and they seem to have a longer Um, lasting relationship than people who are dating before they actually became friends or before they found out that their um, husband is serial killer or something. That was a joke, by the way. But you kind of get my drift. So I hope that answers your questions. Um, Not all relationships suck. Most do, but mm, that's my personal opinion. Um, Online dating is hard for everyone. Don't feel like you're the only one that, uh, you know, is having a problem with online dating. A lot of people are doing it. It's so easy to just go online and just stay in your pajamas and go in bed and say, oh, hey, you know, I'm swiping left or right, yada, yada, yada. So just keep that in mind. Anyways, when we return, is social media platforms and other media outlets secretly blocking your content because you're LGBTQ? but they're just telling you that it's a uh, content issue. 
We'll talk about that and more when we return. Welcome back. So, is social media platforms and other media outlets secretly blocking your content because you're LGBTQ and just using the excuse that your content is um, a violation of the terms just to get away with it? Well, there's been a couple things in the you know media and news that we've been seeing, especially with YouTube, where... Um, Individuals that create content who identify as LGBTQ are getting their content taken down, are pushed to the side or reduced, or they're having their sponsors reduced, or sponsors are being selective on, you know, what content they can use. They're either saying to YouTube, hey, well, we're a big, you know, um, we're a big sponsor and we only want our content on straight platforms. We do not want yada, yada, yada. Now, that's been secretly happening, but now it's all coming to light. So, excuse me while I get comfortable because this is an interesting topic because we've done, dealt with the same thing. In fact, I have a couple of podcasts, I have a couple of Instagram accounts, I have, you know, um, other media outlets, a radio station that I work with that has the same basic um uh, problems as well, especially when it comes to satellite radio, which they are on. So this is something that is is cross-spectrum, meaning that it's not only in social media or media outlets, it's basically all over the place. And these platforms are getting away with saying, oh, it's a violation of our content, or your content was, you know, iffy, so we're going to either not publish it, or push it to the side, or ghost you, or you know, take it down or whatever when the content is not that, doesn't violate any of those contracts. Um, and Facebook kind of gets away with it. I said their name, shit. Um, FB gets away with it because they say, oh, robots do it. Well, no, because if you go on to Amazon's Mechanical Turk, Turk um, which is like a um, home work place, you can actually get work where your job is to go through pictures and media and either click whether it's a, you know, it violates their um, terms or it doesn't. Um, so you're kind of like a the, the censor of it. And Facebook, shit, FB uses this <laughs> from time to time, um, as well as other platforms, include, including um, gay dating apps. In fact, uh, I need to stop right there because I'm not supposed to be saying names. Um, a couple of gay dating uh, apps do use um, Amazon's Mechanical Turk to find individuals to go through their photos to see if it's, you know, within their guidelines or not. So it's not really a um, AI issue and I'm sure Facebook does have AIs, but really when it comes down to it, they need to either fix the situation or not. Now with that said, some platforms like FB who owns Twitter is uh, using content violations to get away with this, meaning they're trying to, they're getting away with, you know, reducing LGBTQ content by saying it's a content violation. Um, but is it really violating their terms? Now, if you're into law and into book study or anything like that, you can read through their terms and um, their terms, which is on a secret basic page on their um their their platform 
where it gets into detail what what you can and not, cannot post. And honestly, with any kind of legal terms, even in, you know, written into law, it's not black or white. There is gray areas where, you know, it doesn't violate this. It might come close to violating this, but it really isn't violating this. Another thing that we have to think of is, you know, cultures and, you know, uh, different times that come up where, you know, fashion trends that may, you know, once be a violation, but is not considered a violation today. So a lot of these platforms, you know, don't uh, don't abide by their own uh, laws, which is very, you know, um, vague at best anyways. So I've been picking on Facebook, shit, FB, um, a lot. Anyways, um, YouTube hosts have, um, uh, that have identified as LGBTQ has started a legal battle with the giant web-based video streaming service to try to put light on this issue. But where else is this happening? So we talked about YouTube, which I shouldn't say their names, god damn it. Um, we talked about FB, hey, I got that one. And we talked about, uh, of course, Instagram. I'm just going to say Instagram, I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, and other platforms. What about other media outlets like radio and uh, podcasts? Now, this is something that I actually know. But before we get go into that, let's go through the, the social media content violation because there was a survey done. Um, and this is basically what it said. It was um, speculated that 79% of content violations were made against the LGBTQ community. That's 79% of all the, the content violations were made against the LGBTQ community. And of that, only less than 5% were actual violations. So that's 74% of the, of, um, LGB, of uh, you know, the cases that were actually not violations. Um, but they're being flagged as one. Um, of course, there are many other reasons for, uh, for being flagged, like, uh, inadequate, um, violations, uh, that happen due to glitches and stuff like that. But for the most part, they are, you know, just being flagged just because there is something in the photos that someone probably didn't like. So... What other kind of issues are there? Of course, there's content quality. So if your if your photo doesn't look like it's a quality photo, that's usually the photos that go into this AI program for um, review, which isn't the best because if you got you guys have all taken a picture and it's blurry, right? And just think that that picture would automatically be flagged as you know quality issues. So then it goes into an AI that actually can't see it because it is blurry and then they'll automatically flag it for some kind of violation. Um, and this happens a lot just because, you know, that's AI for you. Um, another thing is how a person looks in a, in a photo. That's what, how they're getting flagged. A lot of these things outside of our community are done because of ethnicity or just because they're, quote, considered fat. Um are too fat uh, in the photo and those actually get flagged more often than not even if it's something inside their 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 community guidelines um, 
so this is all things that are happening. Uh, let's talk again. Now I can talk about, you know, podcasts and all that stuff because this happens in podcasts a lot more than what we, you know, think of. And personally, this podcast had a, a rough start with content being blocked because it was related to our community. In fact, most of the platforms that stream podcast shows blocked us until we written a nice letter, and it wasn't really nice, telling them they're in violation of our rights, as well as putting them on check for blocking us. Because if you guys have um, listened since day one, you guys know that I called those fuckers out. And I did, and I had every right to, and then they fixed the problem, which is good, because then we didn't have to go through, you know, more aggressive legal action, which I didn't take any legal action. I could still, um, there is statute of limitations, but again, contact a, uh, actual licensed attorney or a practicing attorney, because I am no longer practicing, because it's fucking boring as fuck. <sighs> Anyways, so, I talked to a lot of podcasters in our community and I've been having issues with a certain platform um, not giving us you know um, our sponsorships or you know uh, not giving us our correct numbers and stuff like that and it seems to be happening to them as well in fact one podcast I'm not going to say their name um, that is an LGBTQ podcast that I thought was way popular their numbers are not adding up. Um, in fact, what we've been doing with them, because they are my friends, is calculating how many people comment about the podcast compared to how many numbers that the podcast gets. So, uh, for example, um, this particular podcast said that they only got like 25 listens, but they have over 100 or something um, individuals that were actually commenting about that specific, uh, episode of their podcast. So with that said is they are a sponsored part podcast. So that means that they're not getting money for that, you know, that those air times, which is bad, especially if you're a podcaster and you're, you're there, you know, it costs money to podcast, especially if you're buying equipment and, you know, setting aside time they're not really paying themselves. That's just paying for, you know, advertising, maybe, maybe, um, microphones. And of course you need internet to do it. So you have to pay for your internet bill. So this has been happening in a uh, podcast as well, as well as radio. Now you guys hear me say GAAQ radio all the time. They're actually national or international, um, because there's stations in Quebec, there's stations in London, there's stations in, um, in Tokyo, there's stations all around the world, and Chicago is the station too, and they use, um, they use a satellite radio, and, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, um, they actually got reduced, or their platform was taken off, of some uh, satellite providers because it was an LGBTQ radio station. Now, the music that they play is a mix of LGBTQ plus, you know, modern day music because they're a big radio station that have the money to do that. But a lot of their shows, like my show that they air, is LGBTQ related only. And in the United States is the one that blocked them, which I thought was fucking weird. 
I think, you know, maybe another country that doesn't have, you know, um, rights to free speech and all this stuff. But no, it was in the United States. So they're having a hard time, you know, with, uh, with their content being, you know, um, taken down. And of course, the letter that they got said it was a content violation when really it was just that the radio station, the new management team, who I'm not going to say names again, uh, just does not like LGBTQ uh, content. So why am I doing this podcast about this? The real reason is, is because we need to remember that this is happening. We need to know that this is happening. YouTube is the best start ever. I cheered when I seen the article that, you know, YouTubers in the LGBTQ community are taking legal action against them because that is their bread and butter. Most of those YouTubers do that for, you know, the advertising money. And they also do that for, for you guys. And to, you know, go out in public and say, oh, uh, you know, meet someone and they can't find your... Um, your content because it's being you know shoved in the back or it's not on there anymore or it's being reduced um it's kind of bad because most of these people it takes work to to first of all be in front of video that's why i don't do video um and youtubers say but it takes a lot of work to do podcasts too it takes a lot of work to do you know photography and all this stuff and it seems that the only reason, and I'm using my legal brain here when I say this, is the content is LGBTQ. So, what is what what are some of these these content that are being pulled? And you're like, well, the LGBTQ community is really sexual. Uh, not really. I mean, we wear some skinky outfits, I guess you can say, but really, they're just outfits. For example, there's a lot of people that are being um, blocked because it either um, inside their posts they have two men or two women kissing. Um, they also get posts for, God forbid, you wear uh, swim briefs or speedos and you're not near a body of water because a lot of these platforms say that, you know, if you're wearing swimwear... At of any kind, you have to be near a body of water. God forbid you fucking went inside the house to go chill because it's hotter than fuck and took a picture inside there because it would be flagged as well. There's all these things that, you know, could happen. So what can you do to do this? The first thing to do is contact the provider. There's always a contact and, and usually if your stuff gets blocked, especially on Facebook, uh, fuck fb oh i don't care anymore fb um facebook uh you can actually uh click a little button and then you can go ahead and um you know uh send in uh for a a, a better review of the content and usually you know nine times out of ten they'll actually unlock the account if they block the account or unlock the content it was just a miscommunication um with instagram it's not as easy you do have to contact instagram which takes a couple of days or and or weeks when it comes to um podcasting it's a little bit harder depending on what uh, platform you use to record and to distribute if you do that or if you just distribute it on uh each and every one which is a mind fuck i can good job guys if you are posting on each and every platform and not using a platform that does that for you <sighs> Can I have you in my life? Because that's a lot of work. I tried doing that and that's not going to happen. I digress. Anyways, 
but you know uh, you can contact these people um, and see what they're going to do. If they're not going to do anything, you do have legal rights. You can start with, and again, I'm not a practicing attorney, start with a, a you know, a formal letter, send it by, you know, um, certified mail. So you know that they got them, you, they got your complaint. And if they're not going to do anything, then that's when you have to start sending, you know, formal discoveries and maybe talk to a you know, uh, an attorney that, um, you know, a civil rights attorney, because it might be a violation that, you know, you might be saying, oh, I don't want to deal with it, but other people are dealing with it. So if you deal with it, then you're probably going to help someone else along the way. So again, this show is all about this, 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 this thing that is really happening in our community on social media, where there should be no reasons for it, but it happens a lot more than what we think. I applaud the YouTubers that are actually taking a legal action against YouTube for these violations, um, as well as some other violations. Those are the people that are actually helping our our community. Um, so I think I'm gonna end it. I was talking a lot. I have to actually record another show, plus record the movie because we have to do re-records and I think they're gonna start doing the animation, which I'm kind of scared about because they want to draw me and I'm like, no, dude, I'm fat. Can you like draw a character that is like muscular and buff and I can just be the the voice of him? And they're like, no, you have to have a character that somewhat re is resemblance of you because it's your voice. Okay, whatever tell that to Archer. Uh, um, I'm just kidding. I love that show. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to be it for today's show. I was rambling most of the time, but uh, if you want to follow us on social me media, ha ha ha, after we just talked about it, I don't know if our pages will be up anymore, but you can go ahead and follow us, follow us at Gaiman's Podcast on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, if you want to call into the show or write the show, you can actually go to gaypodcast.com. Everything's up on that because I did not write it down again um, and all that stuff. You guys have a nice weekend. It is Friday. There's a three-day weekend. If you guys get Monday off, hopefully you do. If you're going to party, make sure you party hard, but drink responsibly and or um, get a uh, DD because you shouldn't be driving drunk. I'm not going to say anything else. Anyways, that's going to do it for us, guys. You guys have a good weekend. I will talk to you guys next week. Have fun, guys.